This is Susan bringing you hope for the uprooted. And I am delighted that you've joined me today. You know, I just love the pleasure of your company. And I even put some lipstick on for you and um, just kind of, I didn't brush my teeth, but I did kind of freshen up a little bit because I think we're just, I envision us sitting across from the table talking to each other and I want to talk to you about rest. I want to guide you into a rhythm of rest as you're thinking about what's ahead this summer. I don't know about you, but between graduations and weddings and commitments and activities and calendar and crazy schedule and for some of you it might be moving and you're just juggling a lot and you are just physically exhausted. You're mentally exhausted. You're emotionally exhausted. In fact, you're weary and you're worn out. We live in a drive-through lane of life. We are a tired generation and we are busy addicts and I'm as guilty as the next person and having to understand what that does to me and what it does physically and emotionally and mentally. So I just want to talk to you a little bit about nurturing your soul, feeding your soul this summer. If you do it, so will I. I ask you what feeds your soul. What is it that fills your cup? I want you to be intentional about thinking about just that. What does rest look like for you? To be intentional to refill and refresh. I want you to think about soul care and, and part of that is self-care. You know, you can't pour out of an empty cup. And you can't, as we would always say in the South, you can't get blood out of a turnip. And if you're too busy, you will lose your joy. So what calms your spirit? You know, I remember when I was about 12 years old. And at, I don't know, at 12, life is pretty simple. I can remember at night going outside and having friends or cousins. And we'd lay in the grass. There'd be several of us there. We'd lay in the grass and we would look up at the sky and the stars and we try to figure out where the Big Dipper was and how tilted it was and how the stars were in proximity to one another and we would just gaze up at the stars and I think about that often. I think about how I drive home and close my garage door and at night and I don't go out and even stand there and look up at the sky. I don't take the time to, uh, many times, to just dwell in the quiet around me and to understand how sometimes that's just refreshing to my soul. We have a lot of leisure time but little rest. There's noise in our lives, not only pace but expectations and interruptions. And 
And this doesn't soothe our soul and it doesn't bring refreshment to our burdened spirit. I love what uh, Richard Swenson says in the book Margin and I highly recommend you to read that because we all need not only boundaries but we need margin. We need that space in our life to rest and to restore. And he says, God has commanded us to rest. A biblically authentic and balanced life will include time to be still, to remember, to meditate, to delight in who he is and what he has made. But there is a large obstacle that stands in our way. There is no glory in rest. There is no social acclaim in rest. We're never a hero because we rest. We can only be still and better wait upon the Lord. We can only meditate upon the word more. We can only have more margin in our life. And these things are not socially reimbursable. So rest is not always something that we seek or that we um, think about making time for in this crazy, hurried-up world of ours. How do you rest? Where is your sweet spot? What brings a calmness to your soul? Where's your happy place? I have a little happy place that I slip off to many times with my family on the weekends and take long walks, something that maybe I can't do um, during the week, but on the weekends I, I have a hunger for that. I don't know about you, but between family and ministry, full-time ministry, working every day, travel, speaking, um, teaching, and uh, my commitments at my home church, and being involved with so many people, so many women in their lives. That's, you know, ministry is pretty full-time, and a lot of you lead full-time lives, whether you work outside the home or whether you work inside the home. And I know that as much as a people person as I am, my effectiveness in giving and doing for others, even in my own family, is in direct proportion to the rest, the solitude, and the quiet time I spend with my Lord. And I learned that the hard way. There was a time when I poured myself out to others without first being filled up through resting in and being with God. And I ended up running empty. And I wasn't really any good to anybody, myself or anybody else. And I encourage you, you're winding up a busy first six months, five months of the year. You're ending a crazy busy month where there are a lot of commitments going on. You're finishing up a lot of things. Um, 
a lot of um, games, soccer games, baseball games, you know, a lot of things that are coming to an end with your kids. And so I just encourage you to look at your summer and instead of just planning so many things to fill your summer, I encourage you to build in each day some rest. And I'm just going to I'm going to challenge you on that to take this pocket of time over the summer, whatever that might look like to you, and to uh, just really embrace the solitude and quiet time in your happy place. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about how you can do that, but I have to, it was just so exciting for me when I was reading in um, Mark, and I so identified, and you will too, in these particular verses in Mark 6. In fact, I just smiled. I thought, oh, I can't wait to share this. Somebody else is going to identify with it too. But in um, chapter 6, Mark 6, in verse 30, the apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. And then because so many people were coming and going, that they did not even have a chance to eat. Now stop right there. Do you not have a lot of people in your life that are coming and going in and out with all the scheduling, all the interaction you have, you know, from school, commitments, kids, uh, church, job, just crazy life-filling, day-filling, hour-filling stuff. Well, have you ever <laughs> skipped lunch or skip breakfast because you were, uh, listen, I have. I mean, one day I thought, my gosh, I have not eaten lunch yet. Uh, I've just, my schedule's been too, too full. And so I couldn't help but smile when it said, because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat. And then we pick up again. He said, he, Jesus, said to them, come with me by yourselves and to a quiet place and get some rest. Huh, did that not pierce my heart? Come with me by yourself to a quiet place and get some rest. I mean, may this pierce your heart also. And then I, I just want to quickly read in verse 32. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. Now that's what I'm talking about where is your sweet spot? Where is your happy place? Where is it that you can be filled up and refreshed? Where you can just be quiet in the stillness uh, of the night? Where can you... I, I'm going to go out and look up at the stars tonight. And I just challenge you to take time to do that. Do it with your kids even. Um teach them the joy of just looking up instead of always looking around. So in verse 33, and listen at this, but many who saw them leaving recognized them and ran on foot from all the towns and got ahead of them. <laughs> Have you ever felt like 
oh my gosh, will everybody just leave me alone for a little while? I couldn't help but think of that. I, I know that um, I know we're in God's Word uh, with truth and reality, and I couldn't help but think, yes, that speaks to me. There's so many times that I feel like... Um, you know, there's just, there's so much going on. I just, I just wish that I could be left alone uh, just for a little while and, and kind of regroup and kind of think. And so, um, and of course, Jesus, when they landed, Jesus saw the crowd that had um, gone ahead and was there and waiting on them. Uh, and he had compassion on them. Most of you who are in ministry, most of you who are um, serving in some capacity, uh, you too would have compassion on the people that were waiting on you or that are waiting on you. And uh, because they were like sheep, it says in verse 34, without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. So many times. Uh, I answer the call of God and put my own needs aside and uh, find myself ministering, teaching, working with women who desperately need that. And yet I know that in God's Word, He calls me to rest in order to be filled up and in order to uh, pour out. My goodness. Um, I just love that scripture, but also the fact that uh, God definitely reminds us that we need to not only come away with me, with him by yourselves to a quiet place and rest, but in Psalm 46, 1, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. Boy, I tell you, this is such a reminder to me that self-care and soul care go hand in hand. Um, rest is not laziness, my friends. I read somewhere, rest is building breaks in our lives before we collapse so we don't collapse because we need to care for others. And I'm talking about our families, our, our husbands, our friends, our children, um, the people in our lives. We need to care for them, love them, serve them out of fullness, not emptiness. And we need to understand that there is a balance uh, in all of that. It took me years to learn that. The higher your stress, the higher your need for self-care. And taking care of yourself is, um, there is no guilt in that. It is allowing you to be all that God has called you to be. And uh, it is uh, giving you that, that margin in your life to do something fun, to laugh, to read a good book, to um, just go on a long walk, to just do something that fills your soul. I might remind you too that uh, a couple of real practical things 
that you can do. For example, um, every hour, a break doesn't have to be long. Uh, just a moment of rest doesn't have to be long. Why not just for two or three minutes, um, just swivel your chair away from the computer. Just turn around and close your eyes. If you're sitting there working, um, I don't know what you're doing. You might be at, on the job right now. You might be at home. You might be in a carpool with kids in the back seat and you can't hear, you can't even hear yourself think. You could be in the middle of high stress at work. You could be on a walk somewhere and enjoying the quiet, or you could be sitting at home in your favorite chair. But so many of us sit at our computer. I encourage you to swivel your chair and close your eyes and uh, just breathe deep. That's something you can do uh, on an hourly basis. Every day, I encourage you, and I've started doing this, take yourself offline. Take yourself offline. You know, unplug. Unplug the world. Sometimes I have to turn off my phone. Sometimes I don't check Facebook. You know, sometimes I have to walk away from my emails and my text. And of course, if it's, um, you know, if I see something that is, an emergency or critical or whatever. I mean, you know I'm going to respond to you. Uh, You matter to me. But there are times that I have to unplug. And there are times that I have to just walk away from social media. I have to walk away from the computer. And I have to, you know, turn play my favorite station on Pandora or Spotify with my favorite music. I have to just close my eyes. Sometimes I fix a cup of tea and honey. You know, sometimes I'll just block out a few minutes to walk outside and just sit on on my back porch. But I encourage you every day to do something that will disconnect you Um, even if it's just for an hour uh, every day. And, you know, during the week, my goodness, take, if you can, and all of you can, but if you can, take a day to yourself. You know, for me, ministry is 24-7, and my family comes first, my grandchildren come first. I work everything else around them, not work them around everything else in my life but every week I try to take Fridays and just I don't know sometimes I just peruse a a store I just walk through and look and that's just you know therapy I call it shopping therapy without buying anything it's not buying anything it's just shopping around visually But sometimes that's just therapy for me, just to walk through a store um, and get ideas and how can I do this and how can I do that. Just the fun of that to take my mind away. Every week I might plan to go to a movie, I might get into a good book, I might catch up with magazines, but I try to take that day um, on Friday to myself. Does it always happen? No. 
but I'm intentional about blocking it out on my calendar and literally taking that day um, for resting my soul, for reconnecting with with God, for um, spending that quiet time with Him. Sometimes when we spend six days a week putting other people's needs ahead of us, we need to take that one day and draw nearer to God. So those are some things you can do on an hourly, daily, weekly basis that might bring you that rest, that might move you to that place uh, of rest. To be intentional to know and to understand that you've got to take care of yourself. Um, That that's part of what God's called us to do. And, you know, a lot of times I just have to listen. I have to listen to what God's trying to tell me. And if I am so busy, if I'm in that fast lane, if I'm checking my app when I go through Starbucks and trying to figure out what I want or how many you know, how many stars I have, I'm not even resting in the drive through lane of life. And, you know, if you think about it, we're pretty well caught up in that busyness of just even the mundane. I can be busy in doing mundane things, but, but I need to stop and listen. And I want you to stop this summer and listen. Go outside where there is no TV. There is no, don't put your earphones in. Just listen, your earplugs, but just listen to to the dog barking down the street or the birds chirping or the quiet. Draw near to God. Listen, don't do all the talking. Don't have all the, cut off the noise. To me, that's part of rest. And that way, I can hear that still, small voice of God in my ear. And it's so important to be able to uh, be quiet, to be still, and know that I am God. I have birds that wake me up early, early in the morning. And I know that's annoying to a lot of people, but I absolutely love hearing those birds chirp. I think, Lord, in the middle of the day, my life is so busy I couldn't hear them. But early in the morning when I'm laying in the bed, I can hear them outside my window. And that's a sweet, sweet spot for me. Um, I want you to learn that rhythm of rest. Five things I want to give you quickly for you to remember. They all start with R's. One, when you go to your happy place, wherever that might be, might be in a room, in a chair, in your own home, it might be um, at a park, it might be, uh, for me, it's one of my places is our prayer garden at church where it's so still and quiet. The first thing is to reflect, to reflect on God's goodness in your life. Reflect and be grateful. I always like to come to God with praise before I ask Him anything. I want to thank Him for everything, the good and the bad, the hard and the easy. Reflect on His goodness. Um, 
and be grateful. And then the, the next thing I would encourage you to do is to refocus. You know, this summer, take time not only to reflect, but to refocus. Refocus on God, not people. You know, I'm always thinking about my family, my kids, my grandchildren. Um, a lot of times I'm preoccupied with my staff, with the people in ministry in my life. Um, I need to stop. I'm talking to self here. This is memo to self. This is a sticky note to me to refocus on God and not people and how important that is and how important that is in self-care and soul care. And then to reevaluate, to think, you know, a lot of times I think when I have the time to think, my goodness, I've got my priorities all screwed up. I need to spend more time, you know, dwelling in scripture. I need to spend more time um, standing on the promises of God. I need to spend less time um, on social media and more time in God's word. You know, um, those are the kind of things I'm talking about to reevaluate your priorities. Reevaluate what's t- what is keeping you so busy? What is keeping you from quiet time? What is, you know, what are your obstacles to rest? And what is it that occupies most of your time? Is it the things of the world or is it the things of God? Are you listening to the cry? and the call of the world, or are you listening to the call of God? So reevaluate. And then the fourth R is to refill. You know, I just, um, I love God's Word. If I'm stressed, if I'm down or whatever, I can go to His Word. I can go to the book of Psalms. I can stand on His promises. I can refill with the encouragement and hope that comes from knowing God and and refilling with his word. Um, And then the fifth one is to refresh. And I'm talking practical refresh. I'm talking walking, bike riding, exercise, whatever that looks like, a healthy diet, whatever that looks like to you. The importance of, um, of those five R's uh, to refresh your soul is also a part of refreshing your body, refreshing your spirit, refreshing emotionally. A lot of times I compare, um, and a lot of times I say, okay, I need to take a good look at myself up close and personal. And I kind of uh, use the visual a lot of times in my teaching of um, taking a good look in a mirror, for example. Take a good look at yourself uh, physically and emotionally and spiritually. Spiritually, are you dried up? You know, um, many times we are. We're totally dried up, and we need that refreshing. We need that refilling. We need to um, think about how physically worn out and tired we are. And part of the five R's will help you take a good look at yourself and see the areas that you need to refresh and renew. Spiritually, you could be dried up. Physically, you are so worn out. And emotionally, you might be overwhelmed. 
sometimes I think that's my key word is overwhelmed because um, because of my busyness I uh, unfortunately I am a busy addict I hit the the floor in the morning and gosh I'm on the way to the coffee pot I may put a load of clothes in and you know um, I always make up my bed first then I do five things at least on the way to the coffee pot and um, just just go 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 do 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 um, productivity all of that which is so a lot of times you're not as productive as you think you are if you're totally weary and worn out and it's important to take a good look at yourself and take a good look at your heart you know where might you need to um, to look at your attitude or your impatience and you know when you are resting God is going to talk to you he's going to give you insight he's going to help you understand yourself and that margin is the time that uh, you build in for that rest to put Jesus first and then he will enable you to use your time and energy in wise ways in wise ways you know again we're in we live in that microwave culture that drive through lane and um, we need to savor savor the spirit we need to refresh ourselves to take that time and instead of like running a car 24 hours a day and then we're worn out we need to take care of all the parts of us and all the maintenance that it might take I want to say again Mark 6 31 come away with me by yourselves to a quiet place and rest a while and Psalm 46 1 be still and know that I am God feed your soul my friends um, live on God's Word and calm your spirit calm your soul and allow God to work not only in you to renew you and refresh you but to understand the importance of the correlation between soul care and rest and the rhythm of rest and you've got to be intentional about that you have got to um, take the time this summer to care for yourself first um, Peter 510 the God of all grace who called you he called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself perfect confirm strengthen and establish you first Peter 510 and it's understanding your limitations and understanding that occasionally you really do have to step off the merry-go-round of life you really do have to um, slow down and the older you get the more you'll realize that that um, being perfect isn't all that it's built up to be and being perfect doesn't result in being loved and accepted 
but knowing that God is the one who in us allows the perfection of who he is to spill over in our life and to understand that we can't short-circuit what God is trying to do. So if you're weary, if you're worn out, I encourage you right now to think, okay, Lord, we've planned our vacation or I've planned my getaway or whatever, but you know what I need to build in? I need to build in time to rest. I need to to examine my own heart to look in the mirror at myself and to see that I am the areas that I need desperately to rest in if you want balance in your life balance is not burnout and to have balance it's so important with rest in setting boundaries in laughing and playing in taking time to draw near to God where he in turn can fill you up he is our only cup filler take a good look at your heart today and guess what I'm gonna do it and if you do it then I'll know that we're doing it together. I'm going to build rest in. I want a rhythm of rest. I need, come September, to be ready, set, go in my crazy life, and so do you, and I can't do it if I go, 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 go all summer long. So let's join hands across the miles and know that together we're going to discover the rhythm of rest and we're going to draw away to a solitary place we're going to join Jesus in that quiet place and get some rest with him hey thank you so much for joining me today you know I just just love it love it and you know that um, I'm your biggest fan and always want to encourage you with God's Word, with practical application, with some fun things, and with real um, authenticity. Thanks for listening in, and we'll see you next time.